Hey Chili's, I hope you're having a great week. Honestly, mine could be a little bit better because I have COVID. Great, yay. Um, it stinks. I had to cancel a bunch of plans. We're staying in, watching movies. Um, but yeah, so uh, I've been just chilling out, you know. Um, but this episode is really great. It's with a really good friend. Uh, she's a super hilarious comic. I think you're going to enjoy it. And if you do, please like, subscribe, follow, do all of those things. Um, but give it up for Sarah Bell. Chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm super excited for our guest today. Today we have Sarah Bell. Sarah, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited (laughs) to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Heck yeah. So um, whenever we uh, have people on the show, we always ask the same question to start, which is when it comes to the paranormal, are you more of a true believer or are you more skeptical? I definitely am more on the believer side for sure. Sure. Like I've had my own little, well, it's like paranormal is like such a big category, you know, like there's probably Mm -hmm. certain things I don't like, I don't know if I necessarily believe in like ghosts but I'll believe in like premonitions and interesting okay certain things like that like is that considered paranormal yeah yeah it's in the bucket like psychic and yeah psychics divinity or what is it when you like try to tell the future in tea leaves (laughs) divination right anyway I don't even know that's I mean yeah I don't I don't feel like I've ever seen anybody do that have you ever I've never seen anyone do it in real life. I've seen it in Harry Potter, (laughs) which is totally real. No. And when it like, when did you realize you were kind of into that stuff? Was there like, for me, it was like my dad, one growing up in a haunted house, but also my dad was into that stuff. So that's why I picked it up. Like, was it like a, a family member or did you just like stumble upon it one day? Well, I mean, I definitely think that my mom's a little bit psychic she's had like multiple stories about psychic abilities I feel like my aunt my one aunt's like a big believer in that too like she'll like go to a psychic and she's like believed things that they've said and like read a lot into it part of me sometimes is like I used to like when like scary movies were on and stuff like that like or like even like a a preview like commercial for like scary movie I would be like, turn it off. And I think that part of that was because like, I believed some of that shit to be true, like ghosts Whoa. and monsters and all that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> I'd be awesome. like, this is too real. Like the ex- the devil's real, the exorcisms are fucking real. Like ghosts are real. Like I feel like <laughs> I just innately felt that way. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So I'll wait to ask after your story, but I'm wondering if you have any of that in you as well, that like energy or openness, but first let's hear your story. Okay, so I had kind of mentioned this to you, which is why I was like, oh, I should come on the podcast. But my great, I guess my great aunt and my great great aunt were murdered when my mom was a teenager. Like in, and my mom. So there's like two things about this. I think that the like murder element is like kind of just interesting and like, 
I mean, it's sad, but it's Curse, interesting. Yes. <laughs> and then, but the interesting thing about it is that like my mom has always had these like premonitions and basically like my mom and her family were, are from Pennsylvania. Her aunt, which is my, my grandmother's sister, met this guy and moved to Florida and she was up here and like, I guess they didn't really know the nature of my aunt, Helen, and, or like my great aunt, my mom's aunt, like they didn't really know this guy. He just like, they immediately moved to Florida and you know, this was like the eighties or seventies. This must've been the seventies. So it's like, you didn't really have like a lot, you didn't, you weren't like checking someone's Instagram sure, to see what their yeah. like and shit. They kind of disappear. Yeah. So, but my aunt was like up here right before she went missing and my mom like drove her to the airport and she wasn't like with the guy. She was by herself. My mom drove her to the airport and my mom was like, I had this like weird feeling about taking her to the airport to go home. Like my mom didn't really know what was going on, but she was like, I felt weird about it. So that was like one thing. But then before they even knew that she went missing, my mom like had a dream with her in it about her like kind of going missing. And then like, I think like a week or two later, she had like not been shown up for work. And like one of her coworkers called the police and reported her missing, but her husband didn't even like report her missing or anything. Like he definitely murdered. I was going to say, if he did it, yeah, <laughs> then he wouldn't <laughs> report it, I don't think. Well, um, What was the dream? Was it, like, your aunt talking to your mom about it? Or just the, the experience of, like, knowing that she's missing? Yeah, I called my mom today to, like, ask her what she remembers about this dream and stuff like that. And she's like, you know, it's been, like, a long time. So she's yeah, like, sure. Kind of, but she was, like, it was impactful for her. So it was, like, I think it was more that her aunt showed up in the dream and had said a couple things to her, something along the lines of like, I don't want this to happen to you or I don't want this to happen to me. And it just was before anybody had even like known anything about her going missing. So she said that like when it happened, she was just thinking like, oh, she has, my my mom has these very vivid dreams. She was just kind of like, maybe... I just saw her not that long ago and oh I think like also she was very close with my grandmother and like didn't call on her birthday or something maybe my mom knew about that mm-hmm. so she was just kind of like eh, maybe I'm just having this like stressful dream but then just the next couple of days or weeks they found out that she was missing and she was like the after that the dream felt like it meant something different kind of like a premonition right or her coming and telling her that she's missing in the dream. And then they were missing for like t- almost 10 years. They never, the guy. Wow. Yeah, nothing ever happened to, with the guy um, that she was married to, her husband. He, they never found the bodies. So they basically had like no real hard evidence that he murdered. He murdered her and her aunt. Um, so like my great, great aunt and my great aunt and 
I mean, I guess they all just lived together. My mom was like saying that she thought that maybe it was like for money, but he didn't get any money out of it. Like all of her money went to her kids. And um, I think this guy was just a sociopath. Um, and my aunt was like, would get wrapped up with these like kind of shitty men. Yeah. We've all um, been there. Yeah, I understand I mean, that. <laughs> I'm like, That's I it. feel like I'm pretty good judge of character in comparison, you know? Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. Where like, is this guy dead now? Like, is he long yeah, gone? So he, they didn't find the bodies until after he had passed away. They found, um, okay, sorry. I didn't mean to jump the story. Okay. Okay. So they. Uh, yeah, no, I'm like not doing a good job of telling the story. No, you're doing great. It's not like my <laughs> story, but. I just talked to my mom, so I'm, like, piecing it all together. And I, like, tried to find a couple articles about it, which was just, like, the articles were just, like, these two bodies found in this river in, you know, Lake Worth, Florida, were suspected to be these missing women. So my mom, so two things about finding them. My mom had a dream that they were found in a car with a bunch of newspapers in the car and she was like couldn't she was like I couldn't like get enough information from the dream for it to be like a real tip or anything but she remembers specifically like still to this day to having that dream and then he I I mean I don't know what happened he must have killed them and then they found the car in like a reservoir or like a lake wow um nine years later and yeah they were like okay this is like probably these two women um I think they identified them based off the car even because it was just like at that point nine years in the water it's like skulls right the one skull had a fracture so I guess like they were thinking like oh they were hit over the head or something but they never found bodies, so they really couldn't do. There was like no like deep investigation. My mom said they actually hired like psychics and private investigators. Whoa, like, like your family did. So she had, she had like a couple of kids, and they must have gotten like whatever money that she had in, as an inheritance. So I think that they like hired some like psychics or private investigators, but I don't. My family's very disconnected, so I, like, never even really heard of any of these people. Like, I don't know. I never, like, wow. these aren't, like, family members. That you're close like, with. Great aunts or anybody that were, right. like, around when I was a kid or whatever. But, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And I think, like, even their, like, one of their uncles or cousins, like, one of the last family members that were, like, direct line to them had passed just right before they found no yeah it's like really sad actually it's it is actually a really sad part of my family history because it was my my mom's mom like my grandmother's sister who was one of her best friends and they were still pretty young you know um she was probably only like in her late 20s early 30s when this happened so I had like a big impact on her like early 30s probably Wow. I'm really curious about this guy too, because to, to just pull that off, like to just do it like that, like, I don't know. Cause like, if you think, if you consider the like money aspect of it, it's hard to like claim 
in life insurance on someone if they're missing they have to be determined to be dead i believe yeah i'm sure it's like different in different states and shit like that because it's always the case um right but that's like speculate like that was my mom's like speculation because the reality is is like her family never really like had any answers on what exactly happened right and so they'll never they never really knew exact like exactly what happened and I think the thing that is weird is that like my my mom said that her first husband my aunt my great aunt Helen her first husband was like a crazy person and abusive and like oh my god this is like actually really fucked up this poor woman her her first husband was abusive and when she broke up with him he like slit his throat but he didn't die oh my god this is sort of a podcast ever so yeah this is her relationship but then my mom said that um she was like they met she met this guy who most likely murdered her in a nursing home and he was like there taking care of his wife he was like much older than her and then my mom's like you know who even knows he might have killed his wife in the nursery to go hang out with this lady I'm like sounds like a really good episode of uh, Law and Order but (laughs) like it he sounds like well that's what I was thinking is he might be some sort of like not like like a serial killer multiple just because like just to be able to i don't know kill two people and and then dump the bodies i was like my question was like well i had a million questions but i'm like how do you get a car into a body of water as an old man and nobody knows anything about it and also she was reported missing by her coworkers. He right. never reported her missing. It's probably just bad police work. <laughs> That's what, you know, like there's always these like true crime mysteries. And every time you listen, it's not like the killer was really smart or he had some engine. It's probably that car was probably floating. Not this is so disrespectful to your family. I'm sorry. But like. It was probably bad police work. They probably didn't follow up with him or anything. Yeah, but I mean, also, it's like you watch all those things and it's like, if they don't have body, there's really not a lot they can really go off of. And it was like, they went missing in 1980. Yeah, that's true. It's like there were no like street cameras to see where the car was or like anything like that they probably didn't even have good records of what cars were licensed like you know in whose name like they probably even to get those records probably took them like months of stupid paperwork you know now we're like get everything like right away right it's a lot i was surprised i couldn't even find any like articles or anything online about this because i'm like probably because it's unsolved Yeah, I guess it's just considered unsolved forever, even though it's like 10 out of 10 detectives would look at this and go like, yeah, that guy did it. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah. Jeez. I know that's and- not how the law works, but it's common <laughs> Yeah, if you could get 10 detectives, it's like the doctor rule, like 10 out of 10. Um, yeah. yeah. And has your mom had any dreams about your aunt since? Or was it just the two that, that happened while it was ongoing? Oh, I didn't ask her that. I don't really know. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like... I called her to ask her about it. Obviously, she's told me this story before, but I'm like, I wonder if I could try to like get ahead of some of those questions. But I feel like any dream after that was probably not like really significant presence in the dream. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like those dream two dreams had a lot of meaning to them because they felt like information coming from another place. Wow. Has she had dreams like this? before like in other way like for other things because you said that you feel like your mom might be a little psychic um well she used to say that like if she was like my like my her older sister like her sister used to screen her calls okay but then like if she called (laughs) her and it was something important my aunt would say like the phone would just fall off of the hook wow that's so cool (laughs) it's just yeah it's like I don't know how true that is, you know? It's like my it could be my mom and my aunt like bust the balls, but I don't think that they are. <laughs> Messing with you. Well, and it's like isn't... everybody in my family's so dramatic. It's like the phone was literally fly off the hook. It's like the you know, is that true? I don't know. <laughs> but I've had a couple I had like a dream that I was in a car accident and then like two days later I was in a car accident. And they're like things in the dream that were very very specific and happened I like it messed me up for a couple days too because I was just like felt like what a weird experience and I had told a couple people that I had like this dream that I was in this really bad car accident I was like it was like felt so real and then two days later I was in a car accident wow that's kind of scary Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a weird, yeah, it's just a really bizarre experience because I have lots of very vivid dreams and some of them are very absurd. So it's like, I wake up and I'm like, okay, well, I hope that never happens. (laughs) I feel like you should keep track of your, you should like keep a dream journal or something so you can like see. Yeah, I always think to do that, but it's like, I'm not disciplined to get up. It, it, uh, if I was disciplined to get up and write every morning, I'd be better at stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I feel that. Writing is so tough. Yeah, I just, because I have a lot of vivid dreams too, but I, none that have come to like fruition, like none that have happened in real life. Like, I feel like you think, I think a lot of people are like, that have what you have where they have the dream and then it happens are like that's weird but also could be coincidental when in reality I'm like I don't know like I don't know a lot of people who've had that happen to them you know what I mean I've had some really like vivid dreams but I'm almost positive it was just stress (laughs) you know what I mean none of it's come true yeah I think (laughs) that's why I'm like I'm somebody who believes in this stuff but I also believe in like logic and the logic behind the idea like it's like I was having some issues with my car it's not totally crazy to have a dream like that and I if I was actually anxious about driving like that just felt more impactful like 
or like even with my mom it's like you know maybe you know there was a reason that she felt like something the thing is is they found them in the car with the newspapers so that is kind of weird that is so weird pretty specific but on the same but on the flip side they never found like they they could never find my aunt's car so it's like that is just something that maybe in the back of your head you're like you're putting pieces together that make sense on some subconscious stuff that you pick up and then you have dreams about them and then like your subconscious is like thinking about these like what's most likely or something like that or anxieties that you have for a real reason of stuff that you're stressed out about in your life so it's like I don't know sometimes I go back and forth like I'm like oh you know People would be like, oh, it's cold in this section of the room. Right. Old houses are drafty. So I'm sorry, but it's like, you know, I'm cold in every section of my house. It was full of (laughs) ghosts. Or is it just I can't afford the heat? (laughs) Yeah. I do say, like, I feel like you know the difference. Like, for me, like, in my haunted house, like, I feel like I know when it's draft cold and when there's, like, a different it's not it's like there's like an electricity to it like what we talk like I talk a lot about like energy it and is stuff. the chills it's yeah like it's like a the chill thing but that it, gives you that yeah yeah there's something more to it like I feel like especially when you grow up in it like you kind of have and I think it's the same with your dream or your mom's dreams like sometimes you have a dream and you're like that was something different like yes I have vivid dreams but that like goes past that you know what I mean for sure. I think that yeah. like there's I have really vivid dreams, but like I only really remember things that happen in my dreams if I have a conscious, like lucid moment in that dream. And I have had like times where I've had like things when I was a kid, I would have really realistic dreams and kind of sometimes confuse like what was a dream and what was like a concrete memory like I think like one time when my my brother went on some trip came back told us about it took had shown us pictures and then like six months later I was like yeah remember that trip and it's like I think I had just been like having these like super vivid dreams but I would be like conscious in the dream but as a kid I don't really like think that you have like the depth of awareness to think about that as two separate things that's so interesting too I don't even know if that's a real thing what (laughs) like what I just said (laughs) I don't know I just I was like Like, do I sound like a crazy person (laughs) no I was just thinking about it because like I don't have you ever been a like had like a have you ever been aware in a dream Yes, absolutely. Or felt like you were in control of the dream. No, I've never, I've been awake, but I've never felt like I've gotten this. There was one time I had a lucid dream where that happened. But if I became too aware, it would like disintegrate. Yeah. I have this like memory of my dad telling me when I was a kid, if you're ever having a dream and you don't want to be in the dream, think about blinking in the dream. And just focus really hard on, like, wanting to blink instead of trying to run towards the thing Uh, or instead of trying to scream, think about blinking. And 
I used to have like really terrifying dreams. So I like t- kind of feel like I taught myself how to do this and I, and I, it would wake me up. So it wouldn't be like I would have like a ton of control of everything else in the dream, right. but I could like control myself enough to come into a sense of awareness of like, this is a dream and it's scary. So let's get out of it and wake up. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I do, I have like sleep paralysis sometimes. And I wonder if your blinking technique would work better because you're supposed to calm down. Like you're supposed to relax yourself. And I don't have that in me still. <laughs> like, <laughs> I panic a hundred percent. That's of like, the time. so like, that's like, I think a fear of mine. I feel like I should not say that because I have bad luck in life, but I'm like, I'm yeah, I've never had sleep paralysis, but it freaked the idea of that freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. And it's another one of those things where it could be, it could just be your brain messing with you. Like, cause there is like this intruder syndrome idea where like, because you feel kind of helpless in that moment, your brain makes up like an intruder. So a lot of people see like a dark figure or hear voices or whatever else, but I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's sometimes I'll get stuck in a cycle where I'll like wake up sleep, like in sleep paralysis and I'll be trying to get up and then I'll fall back asleep. And then I'll wake up in it again. And I'm like, this is the worst thing. Yeah, that sounds so scary. (laughs) I know. Uh, I'm like, I have like mild insomnia because I have had so many issues with like sleep and stuff like that. I used to, this isn't exactly the same, but I used to like wake up in a dream inside of a dream. Did that ever happen to you? I've done that. I've done that once and it was the most terrifying experience in the world. I I used to have reoccurring dreams when I was a kid. And I would have this one really scary dream. And then every once in a while, I would wake up from that and I would be in a dream that was my exact bedroom. And my sister, I shared a room with my sister. She wouldn't be in her bed. And usually, like, I just, I wasn't like a kid that would go down and climb in their parents' room or something like that. But I shared a room with my sister. So it's like if I woke up in the middle of the night, I'd be comforted by just like, oh, I'm in, this is reality, you know? Right. And, um, but I would have this reoccurring dream all the time outside of having the first dream where I'd wake up and I'd be in my house. I'd go downstairs to like where my parents' bedroom was and I'd get to the floor and the floor would all just be like bugs. Oh, and then I my just gosh. Like, and, but then I would wake up from that dream and just lie in bed, like kind of just being like, this is not a dream though. Like I'm right. I, wake now yeah that's terrible is what is the earliest dream you can remember um I had two recurring dreams when I was a kid one of them was like that we were on an airplane and for whatever reason I was and I had never been on an airplane and I was the only person that knew that there was something wrong with the airplane and I was trying to like convince everybody like whoa that there's something wrong with the airplane and then and that always ended with something like really like like one other person believing me and being like, yeah, we got to get out of here and like grabbing me and opening up the door and then like jumping out and then me being like hey, in my bed. Oh, that's terrible that that happened <laughs> more than once. Oh, sleep. that would happen to me all the time. And I would always try to get further in the dream. Like, sure. And just see if I could like. Maybe that's why I got to a point where I felt like I could control a little bit of stuff within the dream is because, like, after things happened a certain amount of time, I kind of knew what was going to happen. To expect, yeah. 
So I had this other reoccurring dream where this did happen, like where I felt like every time I had the dream, I had a better, it was like Groundhog's Day. I'm like, I'm going to do this a little bit better. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm sounding like a complete sociopath. I've never talked about like my dream pattern. You're not. Like well, that, I'm but... really like, not to cut you off. You're first of all, I, I don't know if you've listened to any of the, these of the show, but like <laughs> we talk about a lot of stuff. I don't even think this is even close to the top strangest thing we've tried to like tackle. <laughs> we talk about dreams a lot, actually. And there's a lot of people who have, but to me, it's only making me like want to question, like, just like thinking about like your whole family and the dreams that they have, like, it feels to me like that's like your connection to whatever the other is. Like, I don't know. Well, I think that some of, yeah, I think sometimes I'm like some of these things, I think like these things exist if you're open, if you can open your mind up enough to them. It's kind of like with the like crystals and stuff, people always like, oh, these hippies, but like they're actual like physical vibrations that exist in things and exist in us and like we're made of water and things vibrate through water and like just like your mo- like your molecules and everything that you're made of like go off of energy in the same way that anything else does so it's like do i think that some of that stuff is like snake oil do i think a lot of this stuff is like oh you know your chakras and like oh the paranormal activity it's like a lot of it's bullshit but I think that some of it is actually real right right. but it's like if you can't like open your mind enough to like see something and focus in on it or understand it and allow your body to like or your mind to relax enough to open up to it now I sound like a hippie Have you ever felt emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them. You really Uh-oh. do not worry about that on this podcast, I promise you. No, I'm You're just not going to myself. I'm like, am I just rambling? <laughs> no. no, I agree. But it's I think maybe energy. when you're sleeping, you're less judgmental of your thoughts. So you, you, your, la- your mind allows to like expand and, and, um, you're like probably more open to receiving, yeah, like a communication or having a premonition about the future or something like that. I was wondering if your recurring plane dream was like a past life thing. So that's how far I was going. <laughs> if that was like maybe like a because I had one dream as a kid, and I don't remember any of my kid dreams. I was really little, and I remember being in a really like souped up car, 
with a friend and getting into a car accident, like a really bad car accident. And when I woke up, my neck was in so much pain and I could not move my body. And I like called my parents and they're like, you just slept on it wrong. It's okay. And like, it was traumatizing to me. Yeah, dude, I'm, like, dreams are sometimes a little bit like, yeah. I'll wake up sometimes in the morning and be like, I'm, I feel like, anxious automatically because I had like a really intense dream um I just had like a crazy dream last night where I was like I wasn't at work but I was somewhere and I was completely naked but those I never typically I don't that's not like a Uh, thing I'm like yeah no (laughs) it's scary but it's just like it was just like weird when I woke up I was like what am what's going because I analyze things a little bit I tried to other people yeah yeah I agree um but I let me tell you my one other reoccurring dream because this dream was a little fucked up. But it was just weird. I would go to the amusement park on the Ocean City Boardwalk okay. with my brother and my dad. And we would walk in and all the roller coasters and everything would be like way bigger than what I would like remember. And I was like, I didn't really like rides and stuff when I was a kid I would usually get in line immediately start crying go on it anyway oh, yep been there <laughs> and like, once they try, I'd be like, hey. so I was like I don't want to go on the rides my my dad and my brother were like okay well there's this like kids playhouse fun house thing with all these clowns you can go hang out there we're gonna go on the rides we'll come back and get you and it was always the same dream where it was like I was fucking hanging out with these clowns. We were having a good time. But then when my dad and my brother would come back to get me, the clowns would like be like, we don't want her to leave. And then they would morph into these like fucking it looking like Whoa. terrifying, like go from being like really nice to just being like terrifying. And and like uh, it would always kind of end a similar way, but I would feel like I would try to like control it for it to be different, but it would be like, my dad would be like, all right, I guess we're leaving you. And just like kind of fake out and grab me and start running. But then like, leave me like running through a crowded amusement park. And I would just like watch my brother and my dad kind of fade away. And then I would usually wake up like then, you know, that's horrible. That's so scary. (laughs) Yeah. It was so weird. And like, I would go there all the time when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a place I actually terrifying. liked going. And I didn't have like I'm surprised I didn't have like a fear of clowns. That's weird too. Yeah. It was like deep Because I didn't. It just was like this yeah, reoccurring dream. And I feel like after I had it a couple times, I always kind of knew what was coming. And you're like, uh, you know, I'm not really enjoying this time with the clowns at this point. I know you guys are gonna turn on me. <laughs> I have so I want to I'm gonna definitely look up recurring dreams too because like I don't know I I don't think I've ever had like a full-blown recurring dream that I can remember at this moment because I do think that helps with um like lucid dreaming like if it was the same dream you kind of catch on where like you're saying like you're like oh I recognize this I've done all of this before yeah Uh, do you get deja vu at all sometimes sometimes I'm like did I dream this I was that's how I usually like if I have deja vu I don't know what it is for other people 
but for me it always feels like me like the same feeling as how I would feel in a recurring dream when I'm realizing I've had this dream before so it's like that kind of fucks me up yeah yeah I like recently more so I feel like I've been like I feel like I've had this dream but it was years ago like it wasn't like within the you know what I mean like I'm like I feel like I don't know how to explain it but yeah, you just so have a very brief. faint like memory of I mean I'll have deja vu that lasts like minutes oh where I I'm like I'm long. feeling like I'm ha- I'm experiencing a moment unfold that I've already experienced wow that's really cool I really it's, think there's something I don't your family has it, a connection. I don't know that it is because it always leaves me with that feeling of like not being able to remember an actor's name. Like it always leaves me yeah. with that like feeling of like I wish I could just remember this slightly better so that I could like confirm that that's what's really happening here. Yeah. And, I can't. and then what do you do if you do? Because it's not like I guess it's like controlling it so that you can tell the future. You know what I mean? Because like even if I confirmed my deja vu is real, like I have dreamt it before, I'm not being given useful pieces of the future. I'm just being given, are you okay? Sorry, I thought I was hearing like an animal or something like that, but I think it's just raining. Okay, it is raining over here, so that's really scary. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) a killer clown is coming up from the It is, yeah, we talked about it too much. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I think my dreams also like just want to, like hurt my feelings like I had like a vivid dream of like my brother dying which is already really scary and it was a car accident but literally he like died in my arms in the dream I like woke up and I just started crying (laughs) I was like this is terrible um I have had dreams that have made me cry I've had so my dad passed away when I was a kid and um for a long time I would have dreams and these weren't like reoccurring dreams but my dad would always show up in the dream as somebody that I recognized as my dad and felt like was my dad, but was not that person in the dream. So it would be like me meeting like my husband's friend. And then it would be like my dad. Like it would be like me as an adult going to a party and like my dad's just there as (laughs) <laughs> yeah i guess Whoa. that's like something crazy i've never really talked about that's either but so cool i mean not cool so sad i've been so disrespectful well to it's just never no it's, just, it's never no it is i guess it is cool it's never like he's never like reacted in the same like way as like oh here's this person visiting me in the stream to connect with me as like a father daughter it's always just like he's just there and I'm reacting to it and everyone else is being like all right chill out like why are you like why are you so excited to see this person you've never met you know um but I'm like I wonder if I could like really tap into this and control my dreams if I could like actually communicate with people (laughs) yeah we had someone on on the podcast who had like who had dreams of her house she dreamt she was like literally in the apartment she was living in and uh she talked there was like a, a an old man soldier like in her basement in her dream and she could talk to him and he kind of explained his deal but then she also was like her grandpa had just passed and she asked him she was like are you able to bring me like my grandpa 
and he did and then she talked to her i just got like yeah it's a really so that like you're so connected like i'm like not to encourage you to be creepy but like you could try talking and trying to figure it out with the the people i i i really want to and like maybe you can maybe you could inspire me to really do this but i i've never been to a psychic but i have met people that are psychic like i don't know what classifies you as sort of like they were they knew and they had like tapped into their psychic abilities or whatever you want to say and they unprompted two people told me that i have like um psychic energy like that i that they could feel that off of me and i'm like okay I was thinking the same, honestly. I was thinking, like, maybe you're, like, I think your whole fan, like, at least your mom and you, um, like, are at a different vibration or something. You know, like, how you're talking about vibrations and energy. Um, I think sometimes some people just have have a better, stronger, not a better, but a stronger connection to that stuff. Um, I feel like I would be, like, Raven Simone, though, where I'd be, like, <laughs> having visions and then, like, ruining my life. <laughs> it would right. never be like anything great right. you know coming out of it so it's like some of those things I actually am like there are certain things that I'm like I don't know if I really do want to like get too far into this it's like when people are like oh take acid and take this it'll change right. your brain and I'm like for better or worse we don't know <laughs> like right you know what I mean like I'm like it's like everyone's always like in this like mindset of like do this interesting thing because it'll just be like interesting and I'm like I'm content with my brain (laughs) not being you know what I mean like I'm not sure I want to like start community I'm like I already have so many voices in my head of like my own fucking thoughts I'm like I'm not trying to let other people in (laughs) like whatever like start having like even more vivid dreams where I like really am taking them kind of seriously like I'm like yeah I'm definitely interested but then I get like I'm like I don't know if I really want to be able to like I don't know am I making sense I'm with you yeah no it a lot of people say that because it's sort of there's like um it's like opening a door or like a window like you have to know how to close it and sometimes people don't you know what I mean like I do think, I don't know, I always say, like, I don't know ghost rules, but I do think there is a some some degree of consent when it comes to them, inter- like, spirits or energy interacting with you. Interesting. Um, like, making it known that you don't want to be a part of whatever's happening most of the time will do the trick. Or that's why, like, I think a lot of skeptics are like, yeah, I've never seen a ghost. It's like, you've never asked to. You've never wanted to. Who's going to want to come to a party that they don't want to be, like, that no one wants in there? You know what I mean? Who's going to show up to the house of the skeptic that doesn't want them yeah. there? And I don't think I've done anything, like, worthy of being haunted, so. Yeah. I think I'm, like, good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I think for you, what you, like, if you were to go into this, my advice would be, it would be just to be able to control it. So like, you're not having an aggressively vivid recurring dream and not feeling like you're sleeping or like, if it disrupts your sleep or something, there's, 
like meditation and other things that could maybe like alleviate that for you a little bit. But other than that, I totally agree. Like I always say, cause sometimes like my house will feel really spooky or something will happen. I'll be like, never mind. Like, I don't want to see you. <laughs> I changed my mind. I like a lot of yeah. people are that way. No, um, Drew Castellano and I were recently talking about like, he's becoming pretty obsessed with Bigfoot. Does he want it? He should come on the show. <laughs> yeah. I love um, Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we'll do something. Or maybe we'll have you on and you can come talk on my podcast about um, okay. Bigfoot. <laughs> or, you know, we'll do a, a double thing. But I, um, he was talking to me about it and I'm like, oh, like, what are the cool places? Like, should we like go, like, should we go check it out? And then I'm like saying it like it's like, because I haven't like dug into all the Bigfoot shit. I'm going like, oh, you know, you want to go like, it's like going to see like Ripley's Believe It or Not or whatever. (laughs) And he's like, no, I, he's like, I'm anxious enough about like just camping and there being like regular ass animals. Right. Like starting, you know, it's like you dig enough into these things and you're like, how is this many people having this experience? I think that that's one of the things with like ghosts and spirituality and like creator stuff and like all this, you know, all these people that take DMT and they all have the same exact experience or people see like the exact same things. Right. And so it's like, it's hard to write off so many anecdotal like we know there's no like proof but there's like too many anecdotal things that overlap in a way that doesn't that cannot be coincidental and like that's what's like kind of cool about it but yeah it's like yeah I feel that well like let's hunt Bigfoot (laughs) it's like no that's terrifying (laughs) if you ever wanted to do that you have to let me because this time not this time last year I don't know I guess it was summer um Ellie Summerling Alyssa and I went camping in the Pine Barrens because that's where the Jersey Devils (laughs) so if you did a Bigfoot camping trip and didn't invite us I would be I would genuinely be hurt (laughs) just an FYI um, you'll know because I think I'm maybe faster than you so I'll definitely let you know (laughs) no you definitely are I haven't I don't I can't remember the last time I run for anything so you definitely are uh, you don't remember the last time you ran for your life <laughs> yeah. yeah no absolutely not um never I don't think I've ever had yeah that. so no. we're we'll see how it goes um but yeah that's that's so cool yeah Bigfoot's really interesting because it's always the thing that people are like very um they're like no doesn't exist zero percent but then when you listen to we had um We've had a couple people on the show who are like just inc- like incredible, like Ryan Singer. And like when they talk about it, it's it makes more sense <laughs> to me because it's not just like like an ape running around in the mountains. There's something more to Bigfoot and cryptids and in general. Yeah, I think um the the like conspiracy exists and then the parody of the conspiracy exists and then if you don't really like look into any of the reasons that people think these things, you just yeah. get the like parody version. Even like with aliens, it's like every alien in a cartoon is like a big oval with big eyes. It's like right. and like long lumpy fingers. And it's like <laughs> yeah. why is that? But then it's like or like, yeah, there is like a lot of stuff with like aliens and stuff too, where you're like, okay, these experiences do not make there is no real good explanation for this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So there's either a third explanation or this theory, you know, so what is it? yeah <laughs> there's something yeah yeah because so bigfoot funny. everyone's like oh if you believe in bigfoot you're a fucking idiot but it's like yeah you're a weirdo we'll go camping we'll make it happen <laughs> do, do you want to hear the story i prepared for you absolutely okay i'll try to make it fast um but i know you have a thing about eggs oh everyone <laughs> did it where did it come from do you even know a dream maybe um, I've always <laughs> liked eggs as a okay. food. They're cheap. They're full protein. You can cook them a million different ways. Um, and then I I must have just talked about eggs. Um, I used to, I did a bit for a minute too, like in the beginning of comedy about Chef Gordon Ramsay cutting into a soft boiled egg. Oh, I love egg. that bit. Yeah, and. <laughs> So I think it was just like, I don't know. I think it just became kind a just thing. Became your thing. <laughs> if something becomes a thing, I'll lean into it. Um, oh, and then my one boyfriend, uh, my one ex-boyfriend, like he started buying me those little Gudetama. Oh, I love um, that little guy. Sanrio character things. And then I became really obsessed with the Gudetama. So that like kind of. You guys of, kind of have the same vibe. <laughs> except, oh, that is. That is it. When I found the Gudetama, I was like, this makes sense because this is exactly why I love eggs. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that that the lazy egg with a cute little butt. Like, I didn't yeah. realize I could love something as much as I love the Gudetama. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and then, yeah, it just became like a thing of mine. I mean, like, my yeah, there's like a bunch of egg stuff in my kitchen. My boyfriend now instead of saying break a leg he says crack an egg that's so cute (laughs) that's very cute okay well I have another use for eggs for you oh god I thought we could talk about umancy um which according to wikipedia.com which very interesting I didn't know that site existed but uh wikipedia yes which Wikipedia oh, wow. has all kinds That's of witch facts. Even a there. better, uh, more reliable source than Wikipedia. <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. I didn't fact check them very strong, so I hope they're good. Um, but they explain Umanzi. It's divination using eggs. So the word derives from the ancient Greek un, which means egg, and mantia, which means divination. Um, and then according to another article, Umanzi, the truth about egg fortune telling by Gina Ragone. Um, Divination through eggs relies on symbols and the diviner's intuition in interpreting these symbols. Self-described clairvoyant Colette Brown, author of How to Read an Egg, Divination for the Easily Bored. says the secret. I gotta get into this. (laughs) I know, because you're already basically psychic. So it says the secret to effectively reading eggs lies in careful meditation on the message your food is sending. So make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and try not to have a preferred outcome for a question before you start so (laughs) i'm so like i'm cracking up because before i was like i don't know if i could really like get into this um it's like might not be for me and it's kind of scary to get into all this like you know whatever and then now you're like i could do it with eggs i'm like okay (laughs) what's the name of the book i need to get the book (laughs) yeah i'll uh wait i'll say it over time um how to read an egg divination for the easily bored which is also just kind of a fun title. 
Um, so what you do is you interpret the shape of the egg white as it floats and solidifies in water. So you fill a large glass or clear bowl with warm water and the warm water will allow the egg white to become somewhat firm. Then you concentrate on your question and pierce a small hole in the egg's exterior with a knife or other object um, to create a hole with which the white can ooze out of the shell and into the water. Um, yeah, so it, you just kind of put it in water. And some people use it to see if there's like someone trying like talking crap about them and stuff. And like they look at all the little spindly Oh, I don't need an egg to figure that out. I'm sure there's somebody out there. <laughs> Your egg will perfect. always just mention it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so cool. I'm going to have to learn about this and report back. Yeah, um, I, have a, I have a little more. So it was performed in ancient Greece and Rome. Um, and it was also reported by Reverend John Hale in a modest inquiry of the nature of witchcraft that girls at the heart of the Salem witch trials played. Um, they... They did this fortune telling using eggs in a glass to determine the profession of their future husbands. So it's noted that it was a common form of divination used by New England girls in the late 17th century. Oh my God, they had basic bitches back then too. <laughs> they did, yeah. They're like, who are you going to marry? Check the <laughs> yeah. egg. That's exactly what they were doing. They're like, let's let's see the egg. Um, I remember we had the game. I don't know if you did this. There's probably one the- guy in of each profession in the town. That's like- <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I have a feeling they probably cheated and like thought of the outcome they wanted before. You know what I mean? They're like, this is their yeah. way of like soft that they have a crush on like John Smith or whatever. They're like, oh, I see Blacksmith. <laughs> How about that? I knew it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't know. Because I feel like that's what we all did anyway. Um, but yeah, so um, so what were some general wives tales or beliefs about eggs? Let's see. So an unexpected double yolked egg signifies an unexpected pregnancy or family death. If you break the Terrifying, yolk- both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Not a good sign either way. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your poison. <laughs> yeah. That is wait, where is it? It's a double have you ever they used to sell those right they sell double i've gotten ones eggs. before where i've had like in a pack of like a dozen eggs i've had like two or three double yolks but it's just like i think i have to imagine that that's just some sort of gene that's similar oh to it's just like if a you're twin. yeah if you're yeah it's like a twin gene so it's yeah. like if you had like eggs from the same chicken maybe she would have it's the same as like an identical twin, except it's just like inside of a hard egg instead of a bot, a human body. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just splits down the middle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot of these are bad news. So like a bloody yolk oh, egg obviously is impending death. I've never seen that before. I don't know if I could eat eggs if I ever have, if that ever happened to me. I've had that happen to me many times and my life is full of death. So makes sense. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> we're turning a quarter here. Maybe well, we even on the which came the first, eggs. the death of the egg. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's because you keep eating them, dude. Just stop. No, just kidding. <laughs> I can't stop. It's like ninety percent of my diet. I'll whittle away. I think this one's funny too. So you'll hear good news if you accidentally drop an egg and it smashes, but the news will be bad if you drop an egg and it doesn't smash. That sounds like good news to me. I gotta. I still have my egg. I know. <laughs> nope. The rest of the day is gonna be trash. You got. You gotta Jesus. start over. What if I smash? <laughs> what if I pick that same egg back up and I drop it again and it smashes? That's a good question. I don't know if the magic cancels out. 
Yeah, it could. All right, what's a pedia? <laughs> Are you gonna become an uh an egg psychic? Because that actually, I think that'd be really funny. I think that this sounds like more of my calling than anything I've ever done. It does. I, it's merging my it's merging like probably something that's just innate in me and then my pure love for eggs you were born to do i think i think the eggs have been calling you your subconscious this whole time and you didn't even realize it well i don't really really know where the egg thing i just have always liked eggs it's part of my family actually now that i'm thinking about it when i was a kid the only thing my dad really knew how to make was egg salad so he would make egg salad sandwiches if my mom ever left him alone with us. And we would literally like say we were in the egg salad sandwich club. <laughs> egg dad. salad sandwich club. So that's so that fun. definitely started at like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Everyone in my family loves eggs. Deviled eggs. There's so oh. many there's a, over hundred ways to make eggs. Eggs rock. That's Deviled crazy. eggs are awesome unbelievable i might get distracted doing the reading and just i'll just be sitting there thinking about how much i love eggs <laughs> oh, you're gonna eat the shit out of this egg <laughs> after <laughs> yeah I'm like staring at the white coming out of it i'm like man i love eggs and then they're like did you get anything i'm like oh shit was i supposed to be reading that <laughs> <laughs> yeah crack a new one i messed that up completely <laughs> that is really funny yeah trying not to eat them would be a problem i have seen i've seen cultures where they like rub eggs on people to do the magic and then they put it in the water and break the shell Ooh. to see yeah i'm to gonna try to <laughs> yeah you gotta start rubbing eggs, <laughs> on, start rubbing eggs on everyone <laughs> if it's not weird that? enough that i have like egg things all over my apartment I'm it gonna looks start... yeah i'm gonna start a reading people's futures out of the egg that's cool now i'm imagining like a big egg instead of a big crystal ball and the lady's like just <laughs> rubbing it you just have like an ostrich egg that's just, it's just a giant out. egg yeah. and i'm just like yes come no. in come in <laughs> just the thought of you doing the divination with like that gigantic fucking egg it's so funny just like in a baby i just want to have like one of those psychic turbans but in the middle <laughs> instead of a jewel it has like a just a little egg like a little like a fried egg, egg or... in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that would be so funny oh my god i have to do this at least at least try to do this maybe i'll come over and we'll and we'll and we'll experiment (laughs) i'll i'll make sure to only ask you like egg related questions too like (laughs) excellent well i used to have i used to have that my podcast where i would talk it was called soft boiled and i would talk to everybody about eggs the whole time which was stupid as hell but hilarious (laughs) And then the last like three podcasts of mine, we've talked about milk and I'm just like, did I just start a podcast about dairy products? Because it seems like (laughs) all I talk about you. (laughs) I love milk too. I don't know what it is, but milk freaks me out. I'm I'm one of those people that can still drink milk. Back in my day, we drank real milk. Did you drink the chocolate milk at school? Like in, I would drink like any milk that was ever put in front of me. I didn't like the chocolate milk. I actually drank like the, the, the regular stuff. Like I remember the kids in our school like housing it, like they were addicted to it. Yeah, my favorite thing was 
trying to figure out how to open the fucking carton and feeling like a loser. <laughs> yeah. You just start ripping pieces off of it and you're like, I'd just oh, be like no. jamming my finger down into it and then it would be like all <laughs> soggy. It's like by the time I got it open, it's like half cardboard, half milk. I'm like, there's lots of pulp in this milk. It's like <laughs> yeah, just so pulp. <laughs> holy shit, that's so funny. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> that memory. I remember like boys like putting all their food and like mix and then trying to have people oh yeah that was the shitty concoction i thought that was so gross yeah those cars should be crazy they should be haunted they should yeah they deserve ghosts most middle school boys do i feel like that's true yeah Okay, so this was from Egg Magic, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of literature on Egg Magic, Sarah, so. uh, Wow, you're just opening up a whole new thing for me to obsess about while I don't sleep ever. So this is an article, Egg Magic and Folklore by LearnReligions.com. There's an old English superstition that if you're a girl who wants to see who your true love is, place an egg in front of your fire on a stormy night as as tonight is. (laughs) You could do this tonight if you wanted to. Yeah, let me As... get my fire going. <laughs> <laughs> Drew would pick it up. <laughs> Same with Dan. As the rain picks up and the wind begins to howl, the man you will marry will come through the door and pick up the egg. In an Ozark version of this story, a girl boils an egg and removes the yolk, filling the empty space with salt. At bedtime, she eats the salted egg, and then she will dream about a man bringing her a pail of water to crunch her thirst. This is the man she will marry. Not Damn. a marriage with eggs. I would eat a salty egg right before bed, even if it meant nothing about <laughs> finding my true love. <laughs> I know. That sounds good. Just I just bedtime truly love egg. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep accidentally, like, telling the future on top of it. You're like, damn it. Now well, I, I know just, how like, I'm going to die. I already have my husband here, and then I would do it the next night again just because, like, one tasty treat, and then I just have another <laughs> man show up. <laughs> new husband just <laughs> oh my god by the end of the yeah. week i'd have seven husbands <laughs> <laughs> you might be too powerful for egg magic you might not be allowed to do it i'm um, what well, i will become one with the egg yeah i think it's just <laughs> it's gonna throw me over the edge <laughs> okay. it's okay you don't have to do next time we hang out we'll figure I'm something doing, out i'm next time we hang out i'm gonna talk to you like a straight hour just about whatever else i've <laughs> researched i'm surprised this didn't come up when i was looking up egg things but yeah that is weird. i'm glad I it didn't because now i have a whole new thing to do instead of working my day job egg magic <laughs> and i checked because sometimes practice it like magic is like a closed practice but this from all accounts is not so you're totally okay to do it and people's ancestors shouldn't be coming after you because that's a, the other thing I like to check and make sure it's not like I think oh, some well, thank you for letting me know that because there's no way I wouldn't have any fucking clue about that and I just <laughs> said I'm not afraid of ghosts because I don't think anybody's trying to come after me so <laughs> well I wouldn't have told you about it if it was a closed practice I would have been like all right moving on so we're all good yeah it wouldn't have stopped me from looking it up um <laughs> I'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just love <laughs> to eggs the too much. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand my love I'm of like, eggs. <laughs> you just don't get it. I'm like, I'll let you haunt me. That's so funny. I think they'd forgive you. That You'd get a pass on this one for sure. If they knew anything about me, they'd forgive me immediately. <laughs> they'd be like... It- <laughs> 
<laughs> this we have to open things up for this psychopath <laughs> yeah this is gonna be a thing for her just let her have it <laughs> oh my gosh this was so much fun thank you for being on the show yeah, thank you for having me liked it. Yeah, yeah i had a blast where can um my listeners find you um i am i post like shows and stuff on instagram at sarabelle u-h-m-m-m like sarabellum and then um I have a podcast called Sidebar with Sarah Bell that you can it's find super on funny. Spotify. Yeah. Thank you. Spotify or um, Apple. And we're on Instagram at sidebar underscore underscore podcast. Um, Sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks fun. for having me. <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to text you in an hour and be like, oh, I'm afraid to Please. turn all my lights off. <laughs> And it's like bleeding so out and I all know. dark and shit. It's like the it's perfect gross. night to be spooky. But yeah, thank you for having me. This was awesome. Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Chaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com podcasts.